Yes, this message is for the high priestess of truth, righteousness, and indignation. This is your mother. Two thumbs up, snap, and a circle, girl. You are the shit, Amber. Goodbye. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is J.S. Kansas. And you're listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what it is? I used to yeah. All these niggas the same. When the boss a bitch, hurt, procrastinate, and play games. You wanna call my phone on a late night when you drunk as fuck, you lame. You in love with a stripper? I'm in love with a clipper. You a brand new nigga? Got a couple dollars for bras and you sprinter. Guess you the man walk around like Jigga. But you never find another bitch to come close to this. Cause now I know where your focus is. I'm disconnecting this hopelessness. Never, I was the bitch you was stopping with. All the accolades and the accomplishments. All the time and sweat. Okay, so we're so excited. This is about to be a good ass show. But we're about to talk to the baddest bitch. Bad fat black girl. BKA. Cecily is with us on the mic. AKA Body Roll Betty. Body Roll Betty. Yes. So we're in we're in New York. So that's a sure. rumor that the real nigga, <laughs> the high priestess of Black Joy, y'all, is gonna be on the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club, like Wrong DJ Envy <laughs> and Charlemagne the God and Angela Yee. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot fuck with jazz because jazz DJ. will bust out. Impersonation on your ass, like to the T. Like, bitch, I thought the commercial came on. I thought that you accidentally opened up a video on YouTube and you were getting a Breakfast Club ad. Like, I watch Breakfast Club, y'all. Like, I don't be playing about this. I actually do as well. No, ask Amber. I literally, like, as soon as Amber told me she was going on, like, I've been sending her snippets of what happened in episodes, like, throughout the entire. And that one time, Master P. He had to check his ass <laughs> on ABC. Came out checking it. We had to check. So, so here Amber ass is about to go on the Breakfast Club. Y'all, we everyone did a good job last week. Congratulations, Black women, you know, on the back. Another one accountable. Goddamn, <laughs> we did that. Everyone collectively, we thank you because now we could be on the brink of some like really dope shit, right? Hopefully, hopefully. Here I'm even go. nervous to talk about this. Because I've been tripping all day. So we can go from 100 listens to like 350. (laughs) It's all real. It's all real. (laughs) Yo, so y'all pray for me. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm just being allowed to be black this week, even more so than ever before. And that's a blessing. Could you help it? That's for damn certain. <laughs> you had no choice. I had no choice. Y'all forgot how to do your jobs in a Donald Trump administration. So Jasmine and I have to tell you. Every week. Every and we're single gonna week. Doing it because you motherfuckers is out here fucking up. Absolutely. You know, talking about black women in ways that just should not happen, which will I mean we we can <laughs> So I also want to give some background. So we're talking to Cecily, who I have known. Y'all really, this is a blessing to have not one, not two. Not one. But not two. two not but but three. 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 Bitch, I, I think I slid. Um, it's 
it's unbelievable. <sighs> just thighs and tummies. Looking like a gathering at Kelly's house from Insecure. <laughs> this is what it actually looks like is- when she ain't got to go to a damn happy hour with Tiffany and Molly's ass. Right, exactly. This is some <laughs> monumental stuff. So when I first moved to D.C., I met Cecily. Cecily is an amazing writer. She's written from anywhere from Feministing, which when we first met, you were a columnist there. Um, she's written for Flavor Wire, Blavity, uh, the list goes on, and most recently, you're at um, Refinery. Yeah, Refinery 29. Exciting! <laughs> yes. Another building, bad black girl at Refinery building, 29. Building a yeah. platform. Y'all, just <laughs> out here building all the platforms, yeah. okay? So, Cecily's at Refinery 29, but I also want to give this lead in for how Cecily entered into my life. Yeah, which because, was because y'all are gonna put some respect on my motherfucking name on the show. <laughs> don't have me on here like I'm some type of industry friend y'all got no. like let <laughs> claim me go on with your story here's go on. the story <laughs> when I moved to DC back in 2012 literally everyone who met who knew Cecily who met me was like there you have to meet this girl named Cecily like this is 2012. Barack Obama was on his second term. You know, everybody was making under $35,000 a year. <laughs> everybody. everybody was struggling. Everybody was broke. Everyone was in broke Washington, in DC. Washington, D.C. living in terrible basement apartments. Okay. And this is, you know, we've. it's just amazing to see our growth in them. And I think she's honestly on the pathway, as Jasmine has said, to be Khadijah. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> she's gonna be the Khadijah of, of this shit, the sit, the Sydney and Brown Sugar of all of flavor, this flavor, bitch. <laughs> and um, she had this like celebration party at her house. We had met one other time before, but this is when I knew Cecily would be my friend for real. So she had this party at her house. I remember Cecily giving like an acceptance speech, right? Like this was her party to celebrate hers. And then she goes on to say like literally this tear jerking speech. Like y'all, I'm just this black girl from Chicago who wanted to do, to, who wanted to do all these things. And, um, you know, just like saying how proud she was to be here and how great, how awesome it was to have her friends. And then she's like, so I just really want to play this song to represent how I feel right now. And like, it was one of those speeches where you just know the next song is going to be like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> or like, <laughs> yeah, here we And then literally the next song to play. I mean, there were tears in the space, y'all. The next song that played was Pussy Be Yankin'. <laughs> and I was like, who is she? And how can we get to know each other? How does Pussy Be Yankin' go? That, that I pussy can't be eat loud, but better when I'm Like, that right? is what dropped. Like a pro photo <laughs> pussy like a famous pussy. Feels so good. Feel like the rubber off. Ain't it? You ain't got to tell me. You I know this pussy, pussy be Yankin'. This pussy be Yankin'. You know this pussy be Yankin'. Imagine that after, like, the equivalent of a graduation speech. And someone being like, this song really highlights what I wanted to do. But Amber. But Amber. Yes. 
didn't the song summarize who I am? It, was, it really does. Did it, it really did. I had never met a carefree fat black woman before that moment. I am sure of it. Yeah. And then Jasmine sashayed <laughs> in my life. And I have been forever changed. Well, honestly. I feel like Jazz is also one of those people who you don't ever remember meeting. You know how they say when you have kids you, and it feel like your baby's just always been in your life. Like you can't really remember when they weren't there. You that is exactly how. No, no, like this real shit. That is exactly how. I feel about jazz like I can't pinpoint the moment it's like she just merged in so smooth like a kappa like when they be showing me like, well, like jazz, that's about right that's jazz about right. hit the shimmy into my life <laughs> and has just been groovy this like cause I was fangirling yeah. and like she was just saying a lot of shit that like I was just fucking with like here this person was in Chicago and this is when I'm working through like my black feminist identity trying to like merge it with like the fact that I'm this southern ass ratchet ass good and all this other shit and while I'm reading Patricia Collins I'm like but I'm a bad bitch though what do I do with this (laughs) so and then it's just one of those things where I knew this person all this time then I fucked around and met Amber and then I found that Amber knew Cicely I was like oh I remember that. That was why. I'm like, you figure over Cecily. Cecily, cool. (laughs) Right. Right. Amber had knew me by that point. Amber had already had to cuss me out a few times by that point. So she was like, oh, yeah, Cecily's all right. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Let me ask y'all a a random question. Yes. Do do y'all ever feel like y'all wish y'all saw more pictures of figures like Maya Angelou? Um, even like Toni Morrison, Alice Walker, like more pictures of them with other black women, like with their homegirls. I feel yeah, like you yeah. only ever see like pictures of like when it comes to like black women, us by ourselves, us with like our husband and children, you know, our families. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like someone else holding them yeah. down. And I feel like low key, like this whole black girl joy, you know, carefree black girl shit is like so rooted in that aesthetic too like mm-hmm. I feel like the idea is that when you in the camaraderie of other black girls like you either you either carefree or you like a thought mm-hmm. and it's like how do they know to negotiate those politics like right narratives of like them being normal and I think that's what you wrote about in Flavor Wire around yeah. our little black joy universe that yeah we show up and we register voters and some of us want to run for office but we also drink Hennessy and roll blunts and do all these normal things that are also just and have sex and they're all yeah. a part of our story too so I think that's probably why what's the name of that uh, digital archive that became a book it's like black vintage photography um like the, the pinups and stuff the pinup, mm-hmm. but it's not just pinups it's like old black hollywood etc etc well a lot of those pictures i'm not saying that they don't exist like where you know black historical figures hanging out with their friends etc it's just people racism didn't allow for those to be kept. And if they were kept, it's only so few and only so many people know about those photos. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think what's going to happen, like when we're talking about history books, I think our pictures are going to look totally different just because um, we are really merging. While the personal is the political has been a, a political moment or phrase that has existed a long ass time. I think we're the first generation to be like, fuck yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, 
know, and like that's very evident if you look at a BYP 100 photo, like all the gender identities, mm. the gender queer folks, the different colors of hair. We talking about fat girls and crop tops. Like, yeah, our historical photos are going to be lit. It, it ain't going to be a bunch of niggas in suits and Sundays best dresses, <laughs> like yeah, for the first wow. time in our political movements. Or I won't say for the first time. I think the Panthers so. look like that too. Yeah, the Panthers did. Um, they definitely did, and they were also very much rooted in in an aesthetic mm-hmm. as well. And mm-hmm. while there is a particular aesthetic, which I agree with you, Cecily, there is this very middle class but um, carefree, don't clean up your locks thing happening, mm-hmm. but it's it's very much rooted in access. Um, while that is a a truth. I also feel like our movements are just vast and varying, and yeah, our photos and us just kicking it with our folks outside of movement spaces. I think will be more of a thing than it ever has been before. Yeah, Cecily is also you're a part of the um, Beehive, bitch. Yes, and I will throw <laughs> I will throw a fucking bee emoji under anybody's pick. Anybody can get it. Anybody can get it. <laughs> Bitch, I'm way. I already have a safe draft of a tweet to the Grammys if they don't give her album of the year. Like I am, bitch, I'm a letter. Am I a member of the Beehive? Bitch, card carrying. Next question. Where's the the country music committee? Because I got a couple bees for that. So last week, right before you know, we I feel like we need to dive back in. Charlamagne took all the glory away from Beyonce last week, so now we got to dive back in and give her her due props but Beyonce was um she's now at 62 nominations for the Grammys but and, one and of it should things, be 63 guys yeah and it should be 63 because she submitted <laughs> absolutely Daddy Lessons is a country song absolutely it should be 63 nominations so like I was saying at the beginning of this I have my B and my lemon emojis ready <laughs> to throw in the mentions of the recording academy <laughs> In so February, not she not because I you just saving up your your anger. Your yeah, anguish. like like you I know, feel like I'm a, actually wasting it yeah. for real. If niggas want to talk shit about Beyonce right now, like now is the best time because I'm a low key let this this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna low key let, let this shit up. slide for the holidays. You trying to yeah. reflect before you get into 2017? Get your mind together. And also, you know, what you been a busy. What you will survive? And it's been a busy year. Like Beyonce has really been snatching our edges like it's been a visual album it's been a tour there's been a it's super been bowl a super bowl there's it been wasn't a even supposed to be her super bowl there's been <laughs> white people mad about all of it so like this is Every just step already, of the way then, then she had to step in at the end of hillary shit and then <laughs> when she said okay let me just take a quick breather her sister salon stepped right in for her and continued to snatch wigs and like so it was just and, a like, week so apart just though. So it's been it's been a rough year. I do plan on taking the holidays off, you know. Um <laughs> the beehive world break. Yeah, we we need a vacation time, you know, but come come February, come to Grammys. I'm clapping at everybody. Everybody. Like, 2017 is not the I, year of Beyonce slander. And I appreciate you, Cecily, because as much as you love Beyonce, you're on record for also supporting Rihanna. 
And when those Grammy nominations came out, the real loser here was Drake. Why was Drake in the fucking album category? <laughs> like, like, why? How? How do we get into a beef between Beyonce and Rihanna when really when we should Drake all be, be mad there. at fucking Drake? Like, because he sold a million in a week? No. No. That album is still trash. Why are there 20 plus songs on that album? For and what? I only listen to two. Control her. <laughs> and child play. And anything Rihanna is on. <laughs> It's a rap album, and I think that's probably why is the Grammy because trying Kanye not to be been fussing since I don't know when about how racist album in the year actually is, and they thought <laughs> it would be a great time to nominate a rap album, but for whatever reason they chose Drake. They didn't they even chose the wrong ones. The rappers album, like if anything, maybe that one should have been the rap definitely album. over Drake. I just feel like the Recording Academy is so relieved that. Kanye <laughs> West is not going to be there. Like, I feel like... Look, I feel like they might try it. I feel like they might really try it and not give Beyonce album of the year because they know Kanye won't be there to fuck that shit up. But, like, they should still He's rethink sick. that decision if that's what they planning because I'm not gonna be able to take it. I'm just gonna be like... <laughs> I'm this sorry, y'all. I'm getting worked up. I'm getting worked up. Please do. If the if the first of all, let's actually backtrack because this, this is why I'm passionate about this shit. Let's backtrack. Beyonce's self-titled album didn't get album of the year. Mm-hmm. Dangerously in Love didn't get album of the year. Sasha Fierce, like she always is like best single, best, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the fuck the other categories are that they can put her in. Mm-hmm. She should have got the album of the year Grammy. For her self-titled album. They gave that shit to Beck. Yeah, they did. Okay. They dig. Oh, they gave the album Where of is the Beck year now? award <laughs> to Beck. Okay. You know, Y'all have really fucked this like, one up again, white people. They really create, they like recreated the skit on her album where they lose to skeleton crew <laughs> like that is basically Bang. what the recording academy did they were like oh that was I a cute skit four stars back album of the year goes to back <laughs> and where is big now okay. does he have an unsung kid that was also the behind year, the music that was also the year though that they like downloaded that album to everybody's phone like white people were just really YouTube. yeah YouTube meanwhile Beyonce just came out yeah like me. why did I wake up with this on my phone like go away like why people really be trying. Really trying to force us down a, a dark path like, said they did the same thing with skeleton crew so they the academy the academy, so the academy ruined beck's career by giving them that grammy <laughs> because where is skeleton crew now <laughs> nowhere how'd you all pick skeleton back? crew skeleton groove i, I never can hear the skeleton the- crew it's Skeleton Crew. Yes. Definitely. That's such a weird name. It, it very much so is. But mm. they just had to have it roll off their lips and have them win. <laughs> when girls they time. four stars. It looked like it was no rhythm on this stage when they... So, also, speaking of the Grammys and Drake, um, so we were alerted to... Should we just talk about Drake and these tings? Yeah, and Drake is also just... Drake, stop calling my phone. Keep talking about you just seeing me with my new friends in D.C. and shit. Talking about you going out and wearing less and all this other shit. Like, 
I knew you wasn't shit when you started coming out with songs about like people just growing and being their best being selves after they left you. you know? It looks I like you've moved on. I don't like that. Don't. You used to call me on my cell phone. Because then I liked boy. you. <laughs> now I don't. <laughs> Miss Education came out how long ago? I used to love him. Now I don't. <laughs> now I go live my best life and don't think about how you changed the Netflix password, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you did that. You did it. You ass. Drake is extremely corny. His eyebrows annoy me. And I think that Rihanna is just clearly not that into it. Into him. And I think that Rihanna is clearly not that into him. And that he's trying <laughs> you to play. Say she's clearly not that. He, I feel like Drake is trying to hit Re with like the but I'm a nice guy, like you should want to fuck with me. And Rihanna's like, mm, yeah, I mean, like, you know. You a nice guy. You are kind of a nice guy. And the bad boys in this industry usually be having drug addictions and shit. So I could possibly maybe, but I mean, like, you really just corny. And I feel like he just doesn't get it. And he puts her in awkward situations where she has to pretend to be his girlfriend in public because he does, <laughs> because he does shit like purchase a billboard. So she fucked him on Wednesday. Three weeks later, he decides he wants to get a billboard out. Like, bro, like I hadn't seen you in a year before that. Like, we just fucked two times and now you done bought a billboard. Now I have to come accept this award from you and pretend like we go together so that you don't look like a fool. Right. Like, I legit. I gotta do all these steps. Gotta leave your hotel shit. in this shirt dress. Right. Like, so that you don't look like a goofy. (laughs) When really I told you I hate when you pick your teeth after we eat. Like you just get on my nerves. I bet she can't stand that him. I feel like she rolls her eyes every time his name pops up on the Colorado. Drake seems too eager also to be like a great lover. What do you mean? Like he's just—he seems like he would—he would move too quickly throughout the whole experience. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the ones they are like who uh, uh, like they don't know which thing to go for first because they want all of it at the same time. And you just be like, oh, I could have had a V eight. I could have had a fucking V (laughs) eight. So the reason why we going in on Drake is because him and French Montana have written these ten snipe commandments. That they just felt so compelled to share with us on Instagram. What French did. Because, you know, French... You know, French has, like, a couple of speaking parts on a popular song maybe <laughs> once every two years. French is... That's French. what keeps him, like, relevant and like, shit. Anywho, Drake and French Montana. <laughs> and shit. Bro, I can't even take these niggas seriously. Every time you say their names, I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. Like, it's a punch in the gut. <laughs> no, it's like... Do we even have to talk about this? We don't. No, I just feel <laughs> yeah. like... I feel like the only way I can talk about it is this is how we keep perpetuating this idea that women aren't um, people people (laughs) and people who aren't deserving of pleasure no matter if they know this nigga whether or not he got a mole on his left hand or his last name or just because she want to fuck like I'm just tired of this idea because didn't you watch a video the other day why these dudes uh, reason whether or not women should come or 
Yes. They should them sales. Yes. What they say? It was something. Actually, it was me looking in on, I think it's Angela Yee's show. Mm -hmm. But these guys are literally saying, like, there are men who honestly believe that you can't, it's like a performance anxiety, that you can't focus on her orgasm because then you'll get distracted and she won't have orgasm. (laughs) Like, if you don't acknowledge that this thing is here then it won't exist like that's literally what these guys were saying these were grown men who i'm i'm 26 going on 27 in two weeks and i know that sex is just as much about my orgasm as the person that i am having sex with but somehow there are still black men in this world who do not know that apparently and are so firm in their belief of that that they are saying it when a mic is on or cameras are rolling. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ply's then laid out to y'all what the over game is about. And over and over. Ply's That's every day. Does but he but get, y'all think Ply's be playing and he just funny. Ply's so, ain't right. playing. No. But he's also, a sociologist. But can I also say I'm unbothered because these are also the same men who are on the market for those underwear that you can like wear three times in a week so that you don't have to wash your eyes. Yeah, so honestly, like when it comes to Twitter niggas, like I just really think of them as like the lowest of low scum. Like any type of poll. And French Montana is definitely at the top of that list. Yeah, like any poll or survey or deep conversation that Twitter niggas are having about sexuality or black women at all. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to just tap out. Yeah, like I'm going to just watch, you know, some Hey Arnold videos or something because I... Because then, like, you literally scroll down and it'd be like, yeah, I got three week old nut stains on my sheets. <laughs> like, you, what are y'all talking about? I can't. Yeah, no. That's I, so mm, gross. I tap out. Dating is, why are we doing this to ourselves? Inside I'm joke. done with this episode. I tried to remain here as the king of the south, but I'm about to retire. <laughs> I'm about to be the peasant of the South, guys. <laughs> the peasant. Because <laughs> the commoner of the South. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. A citizen of the South. A citizen of the South. Cecily came through and is acting up. <laughs> okay, but we actually... She's like with me right now. We actually do need to talk about dating. Because Let's do it. <laughs> This idea of like feelings leading to ownership. So like <sighs> because I feel a certain way about you that makes me entitled to you in some way. And that's just such a dangerous yes place to be in a relationship with a bitch like me at least. Because my basic humanity is about like my individuality is like a sole proprietor. Like just because you fuck people don't mean they own you. And that's literally what is at the root of when Twitter niggas like French Montana and Drake get together, write these terrible ass lists and put them out there so other people can consume and continue to perpetuate these really awful ideas around dating and fucking yeah like one of the rules is around when to have a condom when the not wear a condom when to wear a condom the fact that you think that you are the only one making that decision is absurd very much like you think you're you're gonna write this down and now this is consent or like 
okay, so if I'm worthy, I get a condom, or if I'm not worthy, I don't get a condom, when that's literally not how any of this is decided. And if it is how it's decided, y'all are using your male privilege in, like, a really terrible, trash-ass way. Yeah. Because the way that impacts folks, like, just talking about... So we're talking about a dating situation that I had, where literally, like, because I said yes to one thing doesn't mean I'm saying yes to all these things, or that you have any kind of right or ownership over me. Right, exactly. bitch. We don't go together. We and don't go together. Shit. You didn't even ask we if we go together. <laughs> so if this is a consent conversation, then it becomes, so you and Drake wrote this. What type of homoerotic ass shit is this to begin with? Like, are you all creating <laughs> rules? Like... And we y'all whack ass sex are y'all trash? Because honestly, we're also not even going to get into the fact that the list was just grammatically trash. That (laughs) I don't know how I don't know how you niggas gonna enforce these rules because I don't know how you niggas can read them. First of all, (laughs) second of all, your subject and your verb don't agree. If your sex is honestly that mechanical, the sex that y'all are having is whack. It it has to be trash. Yeah. One of the things, again, that I love about Cecily and Jasmine is the way y'all, the way you have written about sex and the way you talk about sex is in such a way that gives people, like, liberty to say what they want and don't want. And this is, yeah, that and list. that's what we need. We yeah. need more of, and you niggas need to take more of a step back. Because you can have better sex. Because y'all can have more. So you mean to tell me that you can have such an extensive conversation with your nigga about what you will and won't do when you fucking some person but you probably ain't even had this much of a conversation with the people that you fucking around like Girl. what's the rules what we need to do what you like all this probably other stuff probably don't even know that girl name yet <laughs> Ain't said But you know, shit. the name is probably the lesser of importance. Ain't said like, shit, but you... what's your IG? <laughs> That's it. Can you read one of the rules? The the one that Give you know was mentioned flavor. about the unprotected, thou shalt only splash unprotected if the ting is a must splash or you are too fry, or you trust the vibe, or you plan to keep the vibe for a minimum of six months with four interactions within the allotted time period. Oh, y'all are some head asses. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be head Are y'all 14-year-old boys? Were yes. y'all literally sitting around the goddamn Power Rangers after school? With your goddamn bologna sandwich as a snack. Because <laughs> you know you can't go outside until your mama get home from work. And a Capri Sun. And a motherfucking Capri Sun. And wrote a list of stuff to apply to of how to narrow down the girls at school. Are we school. really? Like this, is like some four, this is like some eighth grade ass Talking shit. Talking about having unprotected sex based on the vibe. Is we really <laughs> doing that in 2016? No, not like, based on the vibe. Based on the ass. Don't do it based on the vibe. And don't do it based on the vibe do it based on it's your STDs test and then bone structure because you could have a child out of this situation and I'm unimpressed because when I was 13 I was fucking and asking grown ass men to use condoms mm. so Thank we can oh, I knew yeah. to have that conversation right that's true. I had I had to have that conversation mm. because if not it was it was other people's list around to dictate what was supposed to happen to me like when you write shit like that are you do you think that like you talking about some shit that has to happen to another person that's the other thing we have to stop thinking about sex as this extremely um well hold on let me not say we 
niggas and slaves of male privilege and patriarchy need to stop thinking that sex is this taking of a body as opposed to an experience Conquering. with another body. Right. Amen. Regardless to how deep or how shallow that you is. You just like, come different. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because if that's the case, like, why do you want it? Like, if, why? if I had a recreational activity that I just want, that I, you know, if it was something else that I was passionate about that I enjoyed, and I had to sit down and develop a complicated ass list like that of how I can engage it. What are you protecting yourself from? A good ass time. That's what. What are y'all doing? Because you think that sex is literally just about you and your dick. And unfortunately, like, that's how you know for sure that the sex that you are having is whack because you can't even express yourself if you are enjoying yourself I'm sure these the same niggas that's working real hard not to moan they working real (laughs) hard (laughs) (laughs) niggas faces when they be trying not to moan a nigga face (laughs) when he trying not to moan (laughs) I swear to god it's like looking into the depths (laughs) it's like looking into the depths of the future this is great. It's like this is opening my eyes because I literally until this moment I thought I'm the only one who've had that experience, that and this no. is great. Them niggas be looking like shook. <laughs> like why is you shook? Them Breathe. niggas be looking Breathe. like no. a mixture of Penny with her mama bought after the iron, <laughs> but also. <laughs> When goddamn Antoine Fisher said, I'm still here, I'm still standing. <laughs> and them motherfuckers will look you in the eye like you're not supposed to laugh at they ass. <laughs> you can yell, you know that, right? You can just moan. Oh, let it go, boo. Bro, you can. <laughs> Personally, I just got to hold this. That's when I really show her, oh, you think you you ain't about to breathe, motherfucker. Start getting that nipple. <laughs> Bro, we touch that nipple. Yes, you are so petty. That, I feel like that's a petty sex move. Just go for the nipple. We can tell men something about oh, themselves. Oh, my God. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> Let out something. Because, <laughs> no, you, no. You are not about to have an aneurysm in my goddamn <laughs> home. You ain't about to fuck me up. How do you die? Oh, oh my God. Like, it's a goddamn pro- If y'all want to send us hate mail, we are blackjoymixtape <laughs> at gmail.com. The blackjoymixtape. The blackjoymixtape <laughs> at gmail.com. You can send it there if you want to talk about the men in your life who do not moan. <laughs> And I'm just letting y'all niggas and know now. And the strategies you use Moan. to and the strategies you, the strategies you use to get that thing about get free, them. get free, <laughs> let that loose. These oh oh shit no. You're gonna get an automated response that says you can just moan. <laughs> you know you can moan right. Y'all just really changed Your my life. Your song already mine. You may as well express yourself. You belong to me now. You'll wrap around my life for years and years to come. You know. <laughs> Man, y'all are a You trip. know, you will be back every fall. Every fall around spring. this time. There is a there is a person <laughs> on my rose who literally, I can smell. Rose, I can smell when he's coming. <laughs> I'm like, mm, and five, and four, like no three, two, one. 
here you are in my DMs. Well, I be goddamn. The moon has been full five times now. That's about that time. My arthritis and my knee been acting up. I think I'm pretty sure he's about to text me. I've been having dreams of Hennessy cup. That means brown that is coming into my life. <laughs> Keep dreaming of Keep. holes in the walls and fish fries. Right. Here come this nigga again. Here come you. <laughs> I'm so glad that, you know, <laughs> I can focus on <laughs> niggas, niggas who ain't moaning rather than your president coming in the office <laughs> not giving a fuck about Hitler comparisons. Literally. <laughs> Donald Trump was like, oh, <laughs> but how about this? But how about this? Let me start here with Donald Trump not giving a fuck about Hitler comparison. The FDR comparison. When I sat in front of a group yet again in a debrief of this election and said, we ran a campaign called KKK or GOP 15 months ago. Uh-huh. And y'all didn't believe us. And now Steve Banning is in the White House. Uh-huh. We additionally show show um, the group a graphic that was made comparing Donald Trump and Hitler. And do you know the majority of the people in the room said that was extreme? <laughs> now he just like, hey, I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm not saying like I'm against it. What is disturbing about Donald Trump and he did this even during the debates with Hillary Clinton. Like, he, it wasn't like he was denying his racism. He was literally on some... Yeah. Hillary said they needed to be brought in, brought to heel in the 90s. I mean, she racist too. And he literally does that when he talks about mm-hmm. FDR. Yeah. He talks about that when he's talking... Like, he knows the, the, the intelligence, the white supremacist intelligence that Donald Trump has is actually phenomenally scary. That yes. Nigga, <laughs> that the, went to a school the white supremacist They had Afro studies, like Latino yes. studies, and Caucasian. Caucasian. Oh, Trump was in that bitch. Like, <laughs> Taking heavy Take notes. notes. In the front of the class. I'm a man got a master's. <laughs> even, even with the New York Times, he's like, oh, y'all don't like Steve Bannon's publications, but what about all this shit y'all publishing over here against black people? <laughs> Are we not the same? Are we not the same? But y'all take a hard stop on all right? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Y'all gotta be tripping. Donald Trump, literally Donald Trump is winning because white people can't admit that they are also complacent in all of this as well. Our side, the Democrats, the one fighting for us, cannot admit that they hold racist ideologies about us. And they, too, have helped to perpetuate a lot of this. Immigrants were being deported in mass under Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Every talking point that Barack Obama used around immigration is also being repeated by the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Except we're saying pathway to citizenship. They're saying we want to stop you before you even get over here. But what is not pathway to citizenship but to, uh, but to wait until we say so? And y'all only want to offer citizenship to exceptional immigrants who seem to find their way into a college after being a second class citizen in this country. 
not being in some places not being able to drive because y'all don't want to give them driver's license Mm -hmm. but yes let's award the college students who make it out come on y'all i mean maybe maybe (laughs) because now you got schools in in nevada just this week you have teachers saying that they will report illegal students undocumented students and that their classrooms are not safe spaces that is what's happening at american Mm -hmm. institutions but we're talking about particular kinds of um immigrants we are talking about black and brown folks who are undocumented because we aren't talking about them european motherfuckers who be on their like vacation visa and just never leave right true there's full i watched <laughs> a love story a romantic comedy about that shit right. a couple weeks ago they always doing it miss that's <laughs> like why they just can stay. normalize it just stay like no Take your ass back over there. Girl. Just steadily keep coming over here. But anyway, I'm not going to use... Shocking. Xenophobia to... (laughs) To fight xenophobia. But y'all tempting a nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Keep everyone with pale skin and fragile hair out. (laughs) If your hair does not defy gravity naturally. If your hair does not reach toward the sun... (laughs) <laughs> and or hangs down low with poofiness please go <laughs> Goddamn, i'm so tired y'all it's just our political system is just a real joke right now which is why we need everybody to talk about young thug exactly. and calling black women also, at the young counter ants because your broke ass still flying commercial right so <laughs> cecily and we got on snapchat with it too like and I know that because I didn't start flying until I was like 21 and bitch I took a selfie every time I got on the plane like zone 2 bitch I was in row 28 next to the goddamn restroom in the back of the plane and was taking selfies every time that is hilarious bitch I just stopped taking selfies on the plane like 2 years ago so you describe yourself as a trap feminist right Yes. Okay, so we, we we will have this conversation around Young Thug giving him maybe a little bit of grace. But honestly, fuck him. Low key, <laughs> high key. High key. Like me key. Okay. How did those black women become ants so quickly to you? We will never know. That is some stuff angry. yeah, that's some stuff you and pull from a very deep part, but also it's just waiting on your tongue type shit. It's just waiting on your tongue and it also makes you think if your ass wasn't in an airport, what would have been the fate of these women? Because mm-hmm. True. Uh, airport rage is real and a federal offense. And you got to keep it a little cute in an airport before Especially you find you yourself black. done on a no-fly zone. Mm-hmm. Or no-fly list. Anyway. And what do you call them? Burnt? He called in the, in the retraction. He was like, I don't hate all black women. Just those burnt bitches. Just those burnt bitches. When you envision what a burnt bitch might look like <laughs> is young thug yes or no not the first picture that pop up in your motherfucking mouth because that's what the that's what the issue is here for me like how is it <laughs> you how is it you nigga of all people calling somebody here else here she go a burnt bitch and you have the audacity welcome to black joy mixtape motherfuckers <laughs> So y'all gonna act like it wasn't always the little ugly ass boy in the hood that wanted to try to treat. <laughs> That's Ask true. me your phone number and be like, oh, I want your fat ass. No way. Chicago. It was always the ugly ass nigga on the block, bitch. 
first of all, if stop acting like you want to slap your ass. Treat. Definition <laughs> means to diss. Yes. Um, and we will blame. treat the fuck out of you. Um, <laughs> play the dozens. Um, roast your ass. Roast your ass. Before Street. white people got roast. Y'all, <laughs> white people, white white people, people he looked I burnt. feel like white people snuck roast real quick. It was like, it wasn't like bang or like, you know what I mean? Something else that they, you know, because white people be taking our words kind of fast. So I'm saying like, as soon like before we can even get comfortable with the word, they got it. But I feel like with roast, it was like all of a sudden I just woke up one day and it was white people word now. Like, what? roast. Like, you know, like when they be having a roast on like Comedy Central oh. and shit. Like, I just feel like, like, I feel like black people... We did it first. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like roast was our word. Like I'm gonna roast your goof ass, and now all of a sudden it's like come to this roast where we make fun of thy friends. friends. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go back to the author is so fat that he can't fit through the door. There's no way this was the greatest roast. No, <laughs> no way. Yeah, like this sucks. And enough, and enough uncles and aunties in here for this to be the greatest roast I of haven't all time. Seen a good one yet. Cecily literally just took us exactly where we needed to be with Young Thug in a way that only <laughs> Cecily can, which is to be like, How dare you? Have you seen you? We try. We try to hold them, but sometimes they need to be cussed out. So this is not here for the bullshit. Cussed out and recognize that you hold some <laughs> anti-blackness about your goddamn self because we don't talk enough about how you niggas don't think you are attractive yourselves. That's why you yes. put tattoos in the middle of your goddamn face. Sis. Because y'all too shame to go get plastic surgery Sis. or do whatever it is that you need to do to work through whatever internal trauma that you have because this white supremacy shit is impacting you too. But for whatever reason, we just keep having to talk about Lil' Kim. Mm. But you know, um, thank you for that roast. <laughs> Cecily and remind the niggas that y'all got some low self-esteem. Anyway. She said, was it not that nigga <laughs> who tried to tell you you was a fat bitch when you were six? Because it, it's all It looked down. just like, in my life, that person's name was Shafiq. Mm. I remember the Shafiq so Oh my god, I've had so many that I can't even I can't, start right. to fucking count. Okay, well, hold on. I'm finna try. Well, you fat <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Bitch, I was fat when you first started talking to me. Like, duh, next. Duh, next. <laughs> Actually, I'm not because some of these people is people's boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. <laughs> Go figure. I'm not trying to, you know. Go figure, y'all, them wife these nobody niggas up. Shit out. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> they always end up with a happy ass ending. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible ass people. You know, some Ruin somebody woman. else's life. The why don't her you? Life just in shambles. Just in shambles. And you just out here like Beyonce. Best I never had. Praise the Lord. Yes, ma'am. That is a very big thing with with Facebook. Why I still keep it forever. <laughs> is looking back on some of the people who tried to stunt my life. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> so, Cecily, we're so glad to be recording with you. <laughs> Twas the night before the breakfast club. <laughs> <laughs> and all through the house. And all through the house. We was trying to treat Charlemagne because he always run his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he talked down to me. I knocked his ass to sleep. <laughs> he woke up. He knew black women are free. 
That was great. <laughs> I Wait, but was it the night before Christmas though? Yes, it was. Because I feel like me and Wade threw out. I feel like it was a it was a cross between the night between the night before Christmas and like a good night fairy tale. Yeah. You know? Okay. It good was, night, Moon. Good night, good night It kind of reminded me of when Snoop Dogg read The Night Before Christmas on MTV. Yeah. And also like it, I also thought about DMX. Frosty the snowman what? <laughs> come on, come on. Also, I love I the new Gucci Christmas music that has come out. I it's forgot that DMX don't stop because I completely forgot that DMX recorded <laughs> fucking Rudolph the Red Dog. The most real reindeer of them all. <laughs> before he cuts out Ayanya. It. Stop it. As you all know, we're so happy to have Cecily here. We're live in New York. I just like to say that because I feel like it adds some new shit. Live in New York. No, in New York. Head ass. Side head. We're live. Look alive, niggas. Look alive. This is the late show mixtape. We went from my living room to Cecily's bedroom in New York City. In this beautiful walk up. But yeah, this has been great. Mm-hmm. This is the Black Joy Mixtape. You can follow us. We are Black Joy Mixtape on Instagram and Twitter. Woo woo. You can also email us at the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com. Send us shout outs. Please send us fine young beats. I know y'all love our intro music. So if you have any ideas, suggestions, or your cousin make fine young beats, Connect us. We ain't got no money for them, but you know. If you just want to be featured, Jasmine is our music consultant. She really holds that down. Yeah, and I'm still looking for suggestions to dance to because, you know, I, I got moves for the kids. You know, y'all need to see more fat women dancing and not playing with y'all about dancing either. Like, Amen. quit playing. Yeah, bring it in on Lifetime. Black girls not, like, y'all know all our deepest, darkest dancing now. Like, we out here. Bring it in the chase. We out here. Dancing out. Dancing out. Cecily, tell us where we can follow you. Please follow me at Bad Fat Black Girl on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. Don't look for me on Facebook because I don't accept friend requests from motherfuckers I don't know. Right. I feel like Facebook is like my last frontier it's the of last, intimacy it's it. of it's intimacy it. on the internet. And I just really try to protect mm-hmm. my Facebook. Right. And you can follow Jasmine and I, of course, on social. I am Amber J. Phillips on all social media platforms. And I am at Jazz on your mind. Hey, turn up. On everything. Shout out. Yes. So again, live from New York City. Oh my God, stop it, Amber. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yo, cue the music. Cue the music and end the show. Well, the show's you, over. Because Amber doesn't fucking know how to act. The show's over because Amber doesn't know how to act. And I don't know if I'm going to allow them to do another episode next week. So this yes. might actually be the last Black Joy mixtape. Because Amber's ass is about to be put on punishment. I'm on suspension. She about to go talk to Charlamagne just out of control go out of control yes come she get me some titties and don't know how to act <laughs> just swift this is Amber J. Phillips the high priestess of black joy and this is Jazz the king of the south and you just listened to the, the black joy mixtape I used to call yeah. this yeah. Cecil's on the show all these niggas the same wanna boss a bitch procrastinate and play games you wanna call my phone on a late night when you drunk as fuck you you in love with a stripper, I'm in love with a clipper. You a
this Never I was the bitch you was slobber with All the accolades and the accomplishments All the time and sweat that I invested in Now you acting like I'm some distant chick I'm banging ever since I left the city, you